journey way, but I know where to start. Time for your Saturday morning coffee with Reese Boyd. So wake me up Reese Boyd is on right now. Talk 94.5. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour at 7.07 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. It is a live broadcast from the South Carolina Republican Party Fitzrack Conference, which is taking place in Myrtle Beach this weekend at the Hilton Myrtle Beach Resort here in Myrtle Beach. And so we're excited to be broadcasting live. Lots of special guests uh, here on the show today talking to you about uh, what's going on in the uh, world, what's happening in Republican politics, what we're talking about here at the conference. So thanks for joining us here for Saturday Morning Coffee. I am, of course, Reese Boyd, local attorney here in town with the firm of Davis and Boyd. I'm your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. Welcome to the big show at Saturday Morning Coffee. We invite you to sit down, pour yourself a cup of your favorite coffee. Join us as we talk about the news, current events, everything happening in this crazy, broken, sinful world that we think you need to know about. There's more than we can get to in one show, but we're going to do our best. Here at Saturday Morning Coffee, we're all about limited government, lower taxes, all the things that mean more freedom, more freedom for you, more freedom for me, more freedom for all of us who are we the people. we got a country to save, and it starts right here, folks, right here at this conference. A lot of good stuff going on here at the Republican Action Conference here in Myrtle Beach, but it starts right there also wherever you are, right there in your kitchen, right there in your car, listening to wherever you are hearing my voice. We have a country to save, folks, and I think now more than at any point in my lifetime, it really does hang in the balance. And to join here on the show this morning, as always, by our good friend, producer extraordinaire, Dr. Glenn Dye. Dr. Dye, are you there? I am here, Reese. How are you doing wow. this morning? I'm good. It's good to hear your voice through yeah. the magic of technology. Great yes, to be we with are. you this morning here on this few miles apart. live broadcast. We haven't done this in a while. No, we haven't. <laughs> How was your week? Everything good? Everything is great. We had a great uh, holiday Christmas party um, for the radio station on Thursday night. We all ate very well at the Rio's Brazilian Grill. I would highly recommend it if you're a meat eater. <laughs> There's plenty of meat there. It is. Uh, that is a special. That's a special place. We enjoy Rio's, and I was sorry not to be able to be there. We had the Ori County Republican Party Christmas party that right. night as well, and. I think the the bar, the uh, Ori County Bar, also had its Christmas party. So they did. We actually. had multiple. Yeah. We had multiple Christmas parties that night. It's good to good to be with you. We um, got a lot to talk about. We're at, uh, as I said, we're at the Republican Action Conference, and it is just a great weekend. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. There's so much going on. A lot of folks here. We're going to be talking to Chad Connolly in just a second. Chad Connolly is uh, executive director and president of Faith Wins. So Chad is going to be talking to us for just a few minutes. A little bit later in the show, we're going to be talking to Drew McKissick. Drew is the chairman of the Ori County, excuse me, the South Carolina Republican Party. And he also is a, uh, has a fairly high-level position with the Republican National Committee. So we're looking forward to talking to Drew and uh, talking to some other folks as well later in the show. So y'all stick with us. Uh, but it's just been a great conference. Uh, Glenn, it's been a great opportunity to meet folks and talk to folks about uh, what's going on. And the, so much we can talk about today. But right now, I want to get to our first guest who has just walked up and joined me. Uh, we're talking to Chad Connolly. Chad, is Chad, you're with Faith Wins. Yeah, I started Faith Wins when I left the uh, RNC. 
Yeah, and when were you with the RNC? What, what was your job there? After I was chairman here, and just one of the greatest honors of my life being state party chairman. The chairman of the state party. Build the state party, growing the Republican brand here. I stepped down in 2013. Reince Priebus, the chairman then, of course, who became Trump's first chief of staff, called GOP Faith. And so we started GOP Faith in 2013. I did that till 2017. I guess I was one of the only senior staffers not to go work in the Trump White House. It, as you know, Reese, I'd been widowed and remarried. And so we had four little kids. I didn't need to be living in D.C. So I started Faith Wins. It was a God thing. Uh, some mentors told me about it. So I have a 501c3, and we have a pastor network. And our goal is to maximize evangelical influence, voices, and votes yeah. in the public arena at every level. It's not just about presidential or congressional or Senate races, governor's races. It, it's about dog catcher, county council. It's about you and your church getting involved in the public arena. One, one thing that I have really noticed lately, Chad, is that it is more important, it seems to me, that recent events, we, you and I know this, we have known that America is found on Judeo-Christian values, and that if it had not been found on Judeo-Christian values, we would not be here having this conversation. But it seems as though recent events, and, the, and we are seeing things in terms of anti-Semitism in this country, and hatred, and fascism uh, from the left, that make me wonder, where is the country that I thought we had? And so if Christians don't step up to the plate, we may lose this country. You know, for the first time in my lifetime, you said it on your opening monologue. For the first time in my lifetime, I fear for the direction of the country. But, you know, I do know this. God wins. Jesus wins in the end. Yes. I've read the book. Amen. I mean, from Genesis to We, we know how. We win. Um, so that's reassuring and comforting. And, uh, you know, part of my story is the Romans 8.28. And we know, we know all things work together for good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That's a hard reality. But when you look at the left, you realize they don't have a message. They don't have a plan. They don't have any step-by-step. -step. That's why open borders bring in people, create dependency. That's why chaos and turmoil. Look, look at what's going on in the inner cities. I don't know. I've been in 25 states. This year, doing pastor meetings, we've done about 125 meetings all over the country, just trying to wake pastors up. And for all the left screaming about, oh, we want a theocracy. No, <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. This is the place where religious freedom was birthed. It had been written about, it had been talked about, but the founders in America decided that first, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness in the Declaration, but it was first Bill of Rights was freedom of religion. So we declared, let's face it, without God's role in America, there would be no religious liberty, no king, no queen, no monarch would ever say you can do what you want to do and yeah. the way you want to do it. What we're seeing now is Christians especially have been singled out right a, a page right out of Marxism to single out Christians and make them you know freeze them, isolate them, uh, antagonize them, uh, make them feel bad, intimidate them, bully them to get their keep on hitting kid down. Yeah. If we were such a theocracy and we were so good at it, uh, we wouldn't be struggling with all these things because the left is intent on chaos and turmoil and upheaval in every way. And God's role is a role of order and stability. And so what I try to do is try to get pastors to understand, go and assume your rightful obligation, Matthew 5, to be salt and light. We must be salt and light in the public arena at every level. Yeah. And one of the things I've noticed lately, Chad, it's no longer the radical fringe of the Democratic Party that talks this anti-Christian rhetoric. Look at James Carville just this week said that essentially Christians are just as dangerous to this country as Al-Qaeda. Unbelievable. Look, look, when James Carville's 
running out there and pushing that message. They fear us, Reese. They fear us rising up. I, I said on Tony Perkins' show last week, I believe every bit of this, all these attacks, all the bullying and intimidation, it's about making us keep our heads down. And yeah. I, for one, I'm not scared of it. I believe we're filling our rightful role by going out there and encouraging people. I'm not a pastor. I'm a deacon and a Sunday school teacher in a little Baptist church in Newberry. You know, I live in prosperity, and I love coming to stuff like this. It's like old home week. But just trying to engage people to say, this is what we're supposed to do. Take our nation back. Yeah. Amen. Everything that in places like New York City, they'd be telling Jews, hide in the attics. Hide in the attics. Yeah. Or is this 1938 Germany? Uh, the Holocaust deniers, the anti-Semitism, this whole thing of, you know, drive Israel into the sea. I've been in Israel twice in the last 16 months, and it is a land we should love as Christians, and we need to make people more Amen. But these colleges and universities, even university presidents, allowing and even endorsing and encouraging, making them happy by these demonstrations where young kids who don't even know what from the river to the sea means. Yeah. They can't name the sea. Couldn't name the sea. Don't know the river. <laughs> Another activist thing they can put in their little notch of, look what I did. I'm a great activist. They, they probably couldn't locate Israel on a map, but they know their slogans. Amen. Well, I tell my Sunday school class, everybody turns 30. Yeah. Hopefully, they start getting a little bit of information. They start realizing now. You and I know the fear of the Lord's beginning wisdom. So they don't even have access to that wisdom. Yeah. Did you ever think in our lifetime we would see a holiday season in this country where it's the season of Hanukkah? And people of the Jewish faith are afraid to, to display their menorah, to, to display signs of their belief publicly in their, on their porch or in their windows because they fear retribution. But you know, we saw the media cover up for the peaceful protest a few years ago. Um, and, and now, you know, what was it, just a few years ago, just a few weeks ago, the media revealed uh, a lot of the truth about COVID. They revealed that Derek Chauvin didn't murder George Floyd. Mm -hmm. The autopsy came out that he died of fentanyl poisoning. And those two narratives, with COVID and the necessary shutdowns that intimidated and scared people, and then the peaceful protests that came out of the George Floyd riots, it was all designed to do exactly what it did. And I think we just put our heads down. Yeah. Well, Chad, thanks so much for joining us here on the show. Good to, good to be with you. If folks want to get in touch with Faith Wins, if they want to follow you, how can they do that? Faithwins.org, F-A-I-T-H, Faithwins, W-I-N-S, Faithwins.org. You can go check us out on there, find out where our meetings are. And Reese will be all over the state of South Carolina as well as every battleground state trying to empower and encourage Christians to get involved. Excellent. That's so important. God bless you. Thanks for all you do. Yes, sir, Chad. Folks, it's Saturday morning coffee. That's Chad Connolly. Check him out. Faith wins. Follow them on social media and get involved. And we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee and the Fitzrack First in the South Republican Action Conference. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd. We're talking to Scott Powell with Powell Financial Services. Scott, 2022 was a very tough year in the markets. Now we see inflation squeezing family budgets. Yes. More and more people I run into are keeping less, it seems. But I hear you talk about keeping more. How do you, how do, you do that? Well, you think about when you say keep less, it really is tough for people. They pull up to the pump and go get their groceries. And in the markets investments are just whipsawing everybody daily as the chairman Powell says something, Janet Yellett says something. And so what we do is deploy our keep more process and we put new clients through a keep more audit to make sure they are 
keeping more of their wealth and keeping more of their income. So you can live more, love more, and one day leave more. Pile Financial, we don't have products to sell. We have strategies to deploy. Reach out to us at 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Two full hours on Talk 94.5. President's Award, where, you're always, where you'll always find friendly faces, great selection, excellent customer service, and the best buying experience in the area. The Conway Ford buying experience is better than their competitors. They guarantee it. And in this holiday season, not only does Conway Ford want to see you get that new Ford Explorer, that new Mustang under the tree, just as you like, just as you want, but Conway Ford also wants to see every child's Christmas dreams come true. That's why they're serving as a major donation point for Toys for Tots. So we're asking you to please bring your unwrapped toy by uh, Conway Ford. And let's make sure that every Christmas uh, dream comes true this Christmas, that every child has a chance to see their uh, presents under the tree. And they're also um, excited to announce that you can have your Christmas dreams, your Christmas Mustang, your Christmas Explorer, whatever you're in the market for, you can find it now at Conway Ford. They've got a great uh, inventory, great selection, and they're also offering complimentary pickup and delivery on all, all service needs. So make sure you check out Conway Ford for the car buying or car service needs. They're the best possible service and customer experience around. They guarantee it. It's Conway Ford, folks. Check them out on Church Street in Conway. It's worth the drive. And tell them you heard about it on Saturday Morning Coffee. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 724 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for sticking with us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. We are joining you live for the Fitzrack Conference. That is a conference hosted by the South Carolina Republican Party here in Myrtle Beach. We are um, coming from all over the South to confer and to talk about uh, what's going on in this crazy world. We're hearing from all sorts of uh, knowledgeable folks in the fields of politics and various other uh, subject matters, but it's been an awesome conference so far. One thing we wanted to mention this uh, morning is, and I'm getting some echo in the mic, Mike, but there's a, a interesting uh, topic of discussion here at the Fitzrag conference has been the woke agenda, how it's impacted our schools, how it's impacted education. One of the things I think that you guys have uh, heard here about many times on the show is the way the woke agenda is influencing our uh, educational system. Had an interesting item that came across the wire this week from the Jefferson County Public Schools, 
and uh, this uh, came from the Alliance Defending Freedom. Many of you know I'm a practicing attorney. I'm also an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom, and we've uh, maintained through ADF that parents, not government, have the right to direct the upbringing and education of their children. That includes making informed decisions about their child's privacy. Now, it'd be interesting to know that in this particular school district, Jefferson County Public Schools, there was an 11-year-old student. She was on a field trip with the school. The, the school district, the school, put her in a very challenging situation where she had to choose between sleeping in the same bed with a biological boy um, and or advocating for her privacy. She was basically housed on this field trip with an individual who identifies as a girl but is, in fact, a biological male. And they did this without the, uh, without the parents' knowledge. It was the summer of uh, 2023, this past summer. It was an overnight uh, field trip. Jefferson County Public Schools assigned fifth gr a fifth grader to sleep in the same bed with a fifth grade boy who identifies as a transgender without notifying the girl or her parents. So uh, ADF is involved in that case, and we've been following it. The girl only found out because the boy who identifies as transgender told her on the first night of the trip. It then took the girl and her parents multiple requests to get her moved to another room. And even then, chaperones told the girl to lie about the reason for her move because the district's overnight rooming policy, a policy that violates parental rights and student, student privacy by rooming students based on gender identity while hiding that information from other parents and students, violated parents' basic rights to uh, direct the activities of their children. Um, every child should be treated with respect and privacy, but that respect and privacy must extend equally to all students. So we are following this case closely. We'll see what happens, but folks, it's a clear example of how the woke agenda is creeping into every aspect of how uh, our children are, are educated and raised in many school districts, and it's uh, so important that we stay in, in the fight and defend um, parental rights and privacy rights of all students. And, and so we're uh, following that case closely and we'll give updates further as uh, the case develops. It's funny how common uh, sense has just gone out the window. <laughs> it really is, Glenn. It, yeah. It's so sad that this radical agenda has taken over so many school districts and you see it and I think we're We've been shielded from it a little bit here in uh, Oree County, but it's it's we're not immune to it, and it's been a um, it's been a real eye-opening experience this weekend, Glenn, at the conference to hear so many folks who are talking about all these things that are going on, and so it's been a great um, it's been a great opportunity to network on these issues. But this is a real fight. We're we're um, we're in the middle of a fight, and it, it's amazing how these things are happening. And in so many school districts, Glenn, parents don't even know about it. Right. We'll be right back with more Saturday Morning Coffee live on location. Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ding, tingling, too. Local news and more. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese means more coffee. Coming up next on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. 
here on Talk 94.5. I'm also a practicing attorney with the firm of Davis and Boyd, Attorneys at Law. You can tune in to Talk 94.5 every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 for all the great conservative talk and content that you've come to expect on Saturday morning coffee. But for all of your personal and business legal needs, I hope that you will give us a call at Davis and Boyd to discuss how we can assist you. From business litigation, business consulting, estate planning, personal injury, including motor vehicle collisions, probate litigation, trust disputes, whatever your litigation or other legal needs may be, give us a call to see if our legal team of professionals at Davis and Boyd can assist you with those needs. Call me, Reese Boyd, at 843-839-9800 or reach us online at davisvoidlaw.com. It's Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law, ready to be your choice for lawyers here on the Grand Strand. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour special live edition coming to you from the South Carolina Republican Action Conference, first in the South RAC. Here at the Myrtle Beach Hilton Resort in Myrtle Beach, and right now joined, uh, got a special guest who's just dropped by the uh, broadcast booth, talking to um, Mitch Prosser. Mitch is the president, yes sir, interim president, yes sir, of Palmetto Family Council. We were just talking before the break, Mitch, about fighting the good fight uh, on the school district level. A lot of woke agendas creeping into school districts across the country. It's even happening here in South Carolina. Tell folks real quick, what is Palmetto Family and what do you guys do? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Reese, for having me. Uh, Palmetto Family has existed since 1994. We're about to celebrate our 30th year of impact here in the Palmetto State. South Carolina is an organization that focuses on ensuring that South, uh, South Carolina is a state where God is honored, religious freedom flourishes, families thrive, and life is cherished. We truly do want to make South Carolina a better place to live and to work and to raise a family. We're going to focus in on those areas of raising your family. And, uh, you know, Reese, it's amazing to me that we haven't figured this out yet. I think you and I have, and a lot of others have, but yeah. others have not figured out. You know who parents children best? Parents. Yeah, Im- imagine that. It, it's just that simple. You know, uh, was talking with a friend the other day about this and you know there are exceptions to that rule uh, but that's when the church and other like-minded individuals step in and do their job we just had our brand new magazine come out yesterday it's called stop the insanity we invited chloe cole a detransitioner to come uh, from california the one time i said it was okay to bring california to our carolina 19 year old warrior who transitioned from female to male and then realized, hey, maybe God made me something that I could be as a female, as a mother. Uh, maybe I want to nurse children. And it, she's transitioned back, detransitioned back into being a female. And uh, all the stuff going on with the transgender movement, MUSC right now with their therapy. Mm-hmm. I saw you guys had an event. I'm sorry I couldn't have made it, but I heard it was really successful. If folks want to get involved, help Palmetto Family, how can they find you? PalmettoFamily.org. Go to your app store. You can download Palmetto, download the Palmetto Family app wherever you get your apps. Perfect. Well, Mitch, thanks for dropping by. So much, so good to see you. Enjoy the rest of the conference. It's going to be yes. great. great to be with you. Folks, it is an important mission that Palmetto Family is on. I encourage you to check them out and support them if you can. They are doing great work, Columbia and across the state. 
and it is a wonderful ministry and a great operation. I've been on the board for Palmetto Family in the past, and I can tell you there is not a lot going on in Columbia that's more important than what Palmetto Family is doing. But right now, speaking of more important, we're joined by a very special guest here on the show. Drew McKissick is the chairman of the South Carolina Republican Party. And he's kind of the guy in charge of this uh, proceeding here at the FitzRack conference. So, and Drew, not only are you chairman of the South Carolina Party, but you're an officer at the national level. Well, it's called being a glutton for punishment. Yes. So, Drew, tell me a little bit about the FitzRack conference and what exactly it is that we're, we're, we're doing here at the conference. And uh, what's the most important thing that Republicans can be doing now? to get ready for this election season? Well, on our end, this is about one training. So we have a lot of folks coming here who are activists at the grassroots level who are looking to you know, uh, get training on different things that can matter to being successful at the grassroots level, whether it's campaign training. Uh, we've got a seminar on uh, fundraising for grassroots organizations. You know, fundraising being one of the keys to any successful grassroots group or political campaign. Uh, we have candidates who are here. We have uh, policy experts who are here speaking about issues that matter to folks at the grassroots, whether it's judicial reform, whether it's uh, election integrity. We'll have a seminar on that today. Uh, choice in education. We had a discussion on that yesterday. Uh, so, you know, issues, training, candidates, mixing all that together, bringing Republicans together, uh, and having a good time. Yeah, exactly. It's been a great event. Uh, the discussion on education was really interesting. Um, this is an interesting time for Republicans that we have a window of opportunity. I see a lot of division in the, in the Democratic, whatever you want to call it, coalition. Um, you know, it seems to me... Uh, Drew, that in this recent, uh, in these recent weeks, uh, it's always been a given in American foreign policy, as far as I know, in my lifetime, that support for Israel was sort of a given as part of our foreign policy. And now, since October 7, it seems that there is a growing debate within the Democratic Party over how strong our support for Israel should be. I don't even see that as a discussion. I mean, I, to me, among Republicans, we are continue to be united in our support for Israel. Um, I also see division coming in to the Democratic uh, coalition over issues like the border, where you see uh, Democratic parties' uh, positions on open borders, which they pursue for reasons, you know, we could spend all day talking about why that's being done, particularly when the, the Mayorkas and his ilk are on Capitol Hill telling us every day that the border is secure, when we know it's not. It's not, and, and, and it's having a real dramatic street-level impact for people in their quality of life in New York and Chicago and these blue state Democratic strongholds, and they're upset. So I see a real, I see a real problem for Democrats here, how they're going to noodle through these two very difficult issues, but it's also a great opportunity for Republicans. That's exactly right. It is. And, you know, on the immigration side, you've got the, the irony now of some of these um, – Blue states and blue cities who've had these uh, sanctuary laws when it comes to immigration that are now actually feeling what it's like to have to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. All of a sudden, you've got, well, some Republican red state governors like Governor Abbott down in Texas 
If you want to be a sanctuary state, fine. We'll send a couple of busloads of illegal immigrants and let them dump off at City Hall or uh, and have some go get let loose in front of uh, uh, Kamala Harris's, uh, the vice presidential mansion up in D.C. You know, so you have D.C., Chicago, et cetera. Uh, these cities now that are straining under the weight of just a fraction of what Arizona and Texas and so forth have dealt with for years. And they're screaming bloody murder now. Uh, and it's a problem. Now they're having to actually deal with the repercussions of their positions. And, you know, and it also and has been bubbling for a while, I think, and now getting more pronounced. Um, the problems that they have within their coalition, say, for instance, with the African-American community. Because you have a lot of these folks who come in the country who end up competing for jobs that will affect uh, the African-American community, the Hispanic-American community, because folks coming in illegally, many cases working for cash under the table uh, and so forth, causes problems for them economically. That's an issue. And as you point out, the Palestinian issue, which I think has the greatest potential to really blow up their upcoming national convention next year. You saw the riots out in front of the Democrat National Yeah. three weeks ago. Uh, folks had to get pepper sprayed, for goodness sake. Uh, these are the young, radical, progressive shock troops, if you will, of the radical, progressive coalition who have become, who have become junior congressional staffers, uh, key local activists in the party, those who have graduated from college in the last 10 years now, the ones that they have in college now. And it has the potential to really blow up the Republic, I mean, the Democrat National Convention in Chicago coming up next year, which, you know, for those of you who know history, think back to 1968, the last time they met in Chicago, and they had a split with the youth of the party, and what it did for them in their hopes of keeping the White House. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, Drew, this seems like it might be a 1968 all over again, for those of you who know your political history. But if uh, folks are listening and they want to get involved in Republican politics, of course, a lot of our listeners here in O'Ree County, I'm the chairman of the O'Ree County Republican Party, but you're the chair of the state party and you're also at the national level. You're an officer at the RNC. If folks want to get involved in politics, what's the best way? You have, you have a great newsletter, by the way, that you send out with uh, grassroots uh, uh, advice for folks who want to get involved. But if folks want to get involved in the political process, help save the country, make a difference, what's the best thing that average folks can do? To me, first thing is go to scgop.com, uh, sign up for our newsletter. We have a lot of different things that we get involved with throughout the year, different things that people can do. Everybody doesn't like to do the same thing, as you, you found out. Some people like to knock doors, like to make phone calls, uh, you know, go down the list. Everybody doesn't like to do all those things. So we have to put out the buffet table, as I refer to it, things that people can get plugged into, whether it's being a poll, uh, poll watcher, whether it's doing poll working, uh, working with candidates individually. Uh, go to the newsletter, sign up, scgop.com, and as we go throughout this coming election cycle, we send out opportunities to get involved uh, and avail yourself of those and get involved with the local county party organization. I promise you, county parties around this state are always looking for volunteers. Volunteers don't get turned away because they're... Amen, amen to that. You know, you know as well as I do. Uh, you know, whenever you have a, a volunteer meeting... It's never standing room only, right? There's always a seat available for somebody. So get involved. I mean, the one guarantee you have in politics is if you don't get involved, you're guaranteed not to like the result. Amen to that. And give us the uh, website for the party one more time. Sure, scgop.com, and you can sign up right there on the homepage. All right, very good. Well, Drew, listen, thanks so much for all that you do. Thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Good luck with the rest of the conference. I know we've got Byron Donalds coming in. It's going to be a great night. Looking forward to that. So a lot going on. Encourage folks to uh, get involved. Check out the party website. Get involved in Republican politics and help us uh, save this great nation that we've been given. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 
Yes, sir. Good to see you. Thank you, Drew. Folks, that's Drew McKissick, chairman of the uh, O'Ree County. Excuse me. I demoted you. <laughs> South Carolina Republican Party. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee. Do not leave town. It's a long road back I promise you Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, is now two full hours. More Reese coming up next on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee here on Talk 94.5. I'm also a practicing attorney with the firm of Davis and Boyd, Attorneys at Law. You can tune in to Talk 94.5 every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 for all the great conservative talk and content that you've come to expect on Saturday Morning Coffee. But for all of your personal and business legal needs, I hope that you will give us a call at Davis and Boyd to discuss how we can assist you. From business litigation, business consulting, estate planning, personal injury, including motor vehicle collisions, probate litigation, trust disputes, whatever your litigation or other legal needs may be, give us a call to see if our legal team of professionals at Davis and Boyd can assist you with those needs. Call me, Reese Boyd, at 843-839-9800 or reach us online at davisvoidlaw.com. It's Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law, ready to be your choice for lawyers here on the Grand Strand. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5. The news had come out in the First World War. The bloody red baron was flying once more. The Allied command ignored all of its men and called on Snoopy to do it again. Was the night before Christmas, 40 below, when Snoopy went up. Search of his bow, despite the red baron, fiercely they fought, with ice on his wings, and knew it was caught. Christmas bells, oh, it's Christmas Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. I love that song, Glenn. One of my favorites. It's a special time of year, and we're enjoying some special Christmas music here on Saturday Morning Coffee. I also want to give a shout-out to our Jewish friends. It's the season of Hanukkah, and it's a pleasure to uh, celebrate that with y'all as well here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Right now, joined from another special guest here. This is a special live broadcast of Saturday Morning Coffee from the South Carolina Republican Party First in the South Republican Action Conference. Right now, we're joined by Senator Josh Kimbrell. Josh has been on the show. He represents Senate District 11 in the South Carolina Senate. You're here at the conference on behalf of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, and you spoke on his behalf last night. You gave a you gave a great speech. Well, thank you. It's good to be with you, and it's good to be in your neck of the woods again. I've done your show numerous times. It's nice to see you in person again and yeah. uh, be with the good people of O'Ree County here right before Christmas. So uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Very good. Good. Merry Christmas, and, and thanks for joining us here this morning here on Saturday Morning Coffee, Josh. Glenn, can you hear Josh okay? Nope. We, nope. we, we, we so barely, Josh, we're gonna, we barely we're, hear Josh. 
We're gonna we're gonna share Mike just like we did with Drew. Yeah. So Josh, tell us a little bit about um, Governor DeSantis. Where he is in the campaign? How you see the campaign going? What's the what's the perspective from the DeSantis campaign as we head into the Iowa caucus in New Hampshire and coming up the first in the South Republican presidential primary right here in South Carolina. Well, for starters, good to be with you. Nice to see you and nice to see you in person down here in, in your neck of the woods. As I was saying a moment ago, when we realized my mic was out. Uh, it, it was a good crowd last night. Glad to see South Carolina Republican Party putting this great event on before the new year and the craziness commences with the primaries. Uh, look, I think the governor's well positioned. He's had two really great weeks. If you look at what happened in the, the Gavin Newsom debate, the red state versus blue state debate, I think the governor cleaned, uh, mopped the floor with hair gel Gavin Newsom. I thought that was very impressive performance. And then this past week in the debate, the Republican presidential debate at the University of Alabama was the most forceful we've seen Governor DeSantis in defense of his record uh, and, and being a clear-eyed conservative. As I said last night at the conference, we need to get back to this Reagan idea of the three-legged stool of conservatism, fiscal, social, national security conservatives. That's what our state stands for. And I think that's what Governor DeSantis has, has stood for his entire tenure. I really think is a high probability. I think some people may scoff at this, but right now I believe he's going to win Iowa. And I think that will reset the entire debate uh, paradigm. And the, the entire race is going to be reset if DeSantis wins Iowa or comes in extremely close in Iowa. I think he comes into South Carolina looking very good. Excellent, Josh. And let me just say, you did an excellent job last night giving a wonderful speech. And you and I share a, a, a vision. Uh, we both admire Ronald Reagan. I still consider Ronald Reagan to be my, he's my president. And he's one of the best, I think, presidents uh, in our lifetime. So if Ron DeSantis does do well in Iowa, as you're predicting, what? and I think, you know, you raised an excellent point. You did a very good job of putting forth all the reasons, all the things that Ron DeSantis has done in Florida that would make him a good president. Um, and I think he would be a great president. There's no doubt about it. But he, the polls paint an uphill battle, but you've got a strategy. But what are, what are some of the things? Give us a little highlight. What are the, some of the reasons that you talked about last night that you believe uh, would make Ron DeSantis a great president for these United States? Well, and look, I, I think that ultimately, I'm, I'm with you, you and I are Reagan admirers, and I said that last night there's something about presidents named Ron, so I kind of hope we get a, I always said I'm, I'm, I was born in 84, so I'm 39 in about a week, and I always wish I could have voted for Reagan, and I said, well, the closest I can get now is to vote for the other Ron. Um, look, I believe that what make him a good president is he's been able to, he's fought back against stuff that most people aren't confident enough to fight back against. And ultimately, you can't have a strong economy or a strong military without a strong culture. I said that last night. And we have our culture under assault. I mean, just this week, James Carville, a Democratic strategist, saying that Michael Johnson, the Speaker of the House, that his Christian faith was more dangerous than al-Qaeda. Now, think about it. The Democrats are now saying stuff out loud they used to only say in private. We know they felt that way for years, Reese, but they knew better than to say it. Now they're emboldened to say it. And as I pointed out last night, it was the second day of Hanukkah yesterday when we were here for the dinner. And you go back in ancient history to Antiochus trying to persecute the Jews for their faith and trying to tell them they can't believe this in the public square. We're really seeing that now, where if you believe in traditional American values, if you dare say there are two genders, or that our country is founded on Judeo-Christian ethics, that somehow you're a pariah, uh, Ron DeSantis pushed back against that and said, no, y'all are the crazy ones. We're not crazy. Those of us that believe in two genders aren't crazy. Those that think that pornography doesn't belong in the hands of a four-year-old, we're not crazy. Y'all are crazy. I like that pushback. Somebody has to say it, and he's done it better than anybody. Well, Josh, I think that's well said, and thanks so much for being here. Thanks for 
being a part of the Republican Action Conference here this weekend, and thanks for what you're doing on behalf of the campaign. And uh, if folks want to follow you or get in touch with you, how can they do that? Well, the best way is vote. You can go to votejoshkimball.com or Josh Kimball for Senate on Facebook or Instagram, all that jazz, and we'll stay in touch with you. Very good. Josh, thanks again for being on Saturday Morning Coffee, and have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Folks, uh, it is great to be here at the Republican Action Conference, and right now we're going to step right into our next guest and bring him onto the show. Austin McCubbin is a representative of the Trump campaign, and Austin, we are having some technical issues here on Saturday Morning Coffee this morning, so that mic is not actually working. So we're going to share a mic here this morning, but you're here at the Republican Action Conference on behalf of the Trump campaign. So, and we've got just a few minutes before we uh, have to go to a hard out. Let's talk a little bit about where Trump is in the process. Obviously, he couldn't be here this weekend in person, but what's, uh, what's the outlook of the Trump campaign? Obviously doing very well in the polls, facing some incredible obstacles that the uh, woke left is trying to put in his path. But things look couldn't look better in the polling, right? That's right, Reese. You know, the more they try to throw at him, the better he does in the polls. And one thing is for certain, South Carolina is Trump country. You know, it's great to be here with you. It's especially great to be here at Myrtle Beach in Horry County. And one thing that President Trump has never forgotten, in 2016, when he needed a big win out of the Palmetto State, Horry County delivered with a higher win margin than he got anywhere else. So it's great to be back here, and, and you're, you're right, President Trump has a commanding position. South Carolina is the fourth of the early states to vote, but we are the biggest of the early states, and we are in a strong position in Iowa. We're going to win Iowa. Then we're going to win New Hampshire. Nevada, we're about the only ones that are competing there. The number two in the eyes of the national media now, she can't even get delegates from Nevada. She, she, she picked the wrong thing to compete in there when there's an actual caucus to give delegates. And so when it comes to South Carolina, our job here, with all of your listeners who support President Trump, our job is to close the sale. Because we're the last state to really set the narrative before Super Tuesday. He has a commanding lead here. We are up. His last polls were 52-53%. In the last Winthrop poll, Nikki Haley actually went down one point from when they first polled her in April, nearly eight months. And, and so our job here in South Carolina is we're here to close the sale and tell those Super Tuesday states it's time to be finished running against these Republicans who have no business being on the same debate stage as President Trump. And, and it's time to end this game. Well, Austin, thanks so much for joining us here. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Thanks for the work you're doing on behalf of the Trump campaign. And one thing I, I would say to you is it seems to me that the more crazy legal shenanigans that the left throws at Trump, it's actually, it's actually almost like the stronger he gets. And he's doing better the more they, they try to bring him down. That's right. They're, they're terrified of leaving this up to the voters. They want to leave it up to judges, juries, and lawyers, but it's not going to happen. Well, thanks so much, Austin. Thanks for joining us here on the show. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of the conference. It's Austin McCubbin, folks, state director for the Trump for President campaign. And Austin, it's always great to have you come back on the show anytime. Thanks for having me, Reed. Yes, sir. Folks, that's uh, Austin McCubbin representing Donald Trump here at the Republican Action Conference. And we want to thank him for joining us. I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank Drew McKissick, uh, Chad Conley, 
Josh Kimbrell, everybody who's joined us here, Mitch Prosser, everybody who's joined us here on this special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. Folks, thanks for joining us on this special edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. Let me leave you with this bit of wisdom from the Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Y'all have a great week. Be blessed. We'll see you next week for more Saturday Morning Coffee. Conway Ford, your hometown dealership. Conway Ford cares about the community, especially the kids. The United States Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program is collecting new unwrapped toys for less fortunate children in our community. And Conway Ford is a major drop-off location. We need your help more than ever this year. Help us put a smile on a child's face this Christmas. Right now, save thousands off MSRP on select 2023 models in stock. Conway Ford, exceeding expectations every day. Merry Christmas. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5.